that we have to ask tonight is what does God say about love and, and does God's definition have anything to do with what we are celebrating tonight, Christmas? And so what I'd like to do just very briefly tonight is just help you see what God says about love and also answer that question that yes, what you will see is that this answer has everything to do with what we are celebrating tonight, Christmas. And so I just want to pray and ask God to lead us in that. So if you pray with me, Lord God, we thank you already for the great time we've had together on this Christmas Eve night. And Lord, I pray that every person here would just have a, an understanding, even in this moment, that you knew they would be here and you have something for them. And may they have an open mind and heart to receive it. And we ask this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. So the, the first Christmas truth about love that I'd like to share with you tonight is this. Love originated with God because God is love. And we see this in the scriptures. And in 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Love is from God. And then whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. The scriptures tell us that love began with God. Not us. And that means that we as humans should probably get our understanding of love from God. From his revelation of truth. The scriptures. Think about this. Why do we want to be around our, our, our family and our close friends at Christmas? Why is that so important to us? Well, isn't it because we love them? And, and we want to be around them. And they love us. And they probably know us better than anyone. And they, and they still love us. And we want to be around them. If you have children, you love them. You, a spouse, you, you love your spouse. You love your, your siblings, your parents, your grandparents. And grandparents, their grandchildren. And the scriptures teach us something. You know that love, that love that you, that you have and that you hold on to so dearly. You only have that because of God, because God is love. You wouldn't even know. We wouldn't even know what it is to love if it were not for God. You see, God is love. His nature is love. God doesn't love because he's nice. He loves because it's his essence, love. Let me say it this way. God defines love. God is not defined by our understanding of love. That's what it means to say that God is love. And in our culture today, we have a lot of projecting onto God a human understanding of love. So how did God 
show his love to humanity. In, in, in 1 John chapter 4, I just read 7 and 8. I want to read from verse 9. It says, in this, the love of God was made manifest among us, made known that God sent his only son into the world. In this, the love of God was made manifest. So I want to explain what does that word manifest mean there. Well, it means to make clear. It means to make obvious. It means to be displayed, to be known, to be shown. So how was the love of God made clear? How was the love of God made obvious to humanity? That scripture tells us it was made clear and obvious through God sending his only son into the world. That's what verse 9 is saying. And what holiday is that that we celebrate? Well, that's Christmas. This is what love is. This, This is how the love of God was made known to humanity. God sent his son into the world. And we can start to see a different kind of definition emerging here. This sounds nothing like the cultural understanding of love. But let's keep going. How did God send his only son into the world? How did that happen? Well, it happened through the virgin birth of a baby boy in Bethlehem. A Jewish woman who was betrothed, meaning engaged, became pregnant. But her betrothed was not the father. Yet, she had the baby. And this story of a woman keeping the baby, giving birth in the midst of scandal and crisis, is how the love of God was shown to humanity. You see, according to God, who is love, who defines what love is... The giving of this child to the world is love. And this means that that Christmas, the celebration of God himself coming to earth in human flesh, is how God explains and how God defines love. In this, the love of God was made known. What is this? The sending of the only son, God the son, born as a human baby in Bethlehem. Now, if Jesus was sent, where was he sent from? He was sent from heaven. This means that before there was a baby in the manger, there was God the son in heaven, the prince of heaven. It was this God who became human flesh, God incarnate. And this action of sending the son was an act of love. In fact, it's precisely how God made his love obvious to humanity. If you ask the question, how did God make his love obvious to me? The answer would be by giving you Jesus. Now notice that the scripture says God sent his only son. That word only 
is, a, is an English translation of a, of a Greek word that also has been translated as begotten. And that, may, that might be a word that you're familiar with, begotten. What does that mean? What does this begotten, what does only mean? It means that this Jesus, this baby, who is God, the son in the flesh, is unique. He's one of a kind. He has no equal. There is no one like him. This child, this Jesus, it means something to you. It means you cannot treat him like every other person born. He has to be seen as unique. He has no equal. God himself, yet he is sent from God to us. And to not see him, for humanity to not see this child as the begotten, as the only, one and only, is to reject him for who he is. It's to not receive him. Let's look at another question that's answered in this one verse. We're only looking at, at one verse here. Where did God send his only son? Into the world. Into our world. Into our mess. Which was sung about so beautifully, right? By our young kids. who did such a wonderful job. But did you hear the message in that song? Sent into our world, God himself became human, became one of us, sent from heaven into the world, and all because of love. So how does God want us to respond to this kind of love from him, from himself, from God? He tells us this also in verse 9. He says, God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. God wants us to live life to the fullest through Christ, God the Son. So we must recognize, even on this Christmas Eve night, who God has sent to us, who he is. He is God himself in the flesh. And the response to this act of love is to receive Christ for who he is. And through that, to live life to the fullest. In fact, this love was shown to all of us in an even more sacrificial way. When Jesus died for our sins and satisfied the perfect, holy justice of God. In fact, if you're a person here tonight and you say, you know, I don't, I don't like the injustice of the world. What, what this verse tells us is that in Christ dying for our sins, he satisfied the perfect, holy justice of God. In this is love, not that we have loved God, verse 10, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So not only did God send his son to us in love, but in an even greater display of sacrificial love, Christ gave his life to pay for the sins of those who would believe in him. Those who would receive him for who he is. And it satisfied the perfect holy justice of God. And all of this, what I'm here to tell you tonight is that all of this is because of love. It's not because of obligation. God wasn't obligated to do this. 
You know, if, if you've ever been in a situation where you were helped out by a, by a police officer, and especially if you were in a dangerous situation and a police officer got involved and, and actually intervened and saved your life, you would say, thank you, officer. You literally saved my life. And they would say something like, well, actually, you know, it's not a problem. It's my job. Or if you were in a fire and a firefighter comes in and saves you and, and, and saves a loved one and, and, and maybe you're in tears and you'd say to them, you know, thank you, 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 you for, for doing what you did and said, it's my job. It's what I do. No one forced God's hand. God did all that he did because God loves us. He loves humanity. He loves his creation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And that perishing there it's not talking about your physical death. We're all going to die. It's talking about your, your, your soul, eternity, because through Christ, you can be with God forever. And so I'll go back to how I started and say, yes, Christmas is a time for love. I'll agree with that. It is. But it's not because love is in the air. And it's not because it's a great time to fall in love. Christmas is the very expression of God's love to humanity. And I'm here to tell you something tonight. God loves you. He made it obvious to you. He gave you his one and only son. He gave you Jesus. And again, he did all of this not because all of us are so lovable. And you're thinking, you don't know me, pastor. I'm just so adorable. You know, you, I, I'm irresistible. You know, or because all of us did so many lovable things. And, you know, it's Christmas Eve and a lot of us here, you know, we're, 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 we're dressed up like this is about, you know, as good as it's going to get, right? And maybe that's enough. No, God didn't do all this because we're so lovable. The reality is this, and, 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 I, and I want you to know that I say this with, uh, with great sincerity. The reality is that there is brokenness all over this room tonight. Yes, even on Christmas Eve. Because we know the things we've done. We know the things we've said. We know the burdens we bear. There are burdens being carried here, carried here tonight by many of you. Christmas isn't a time to just forget that as if they don't exist. It's a time to embrace the Savior, the one who saves us from our brokenness. And this is why, and it's precisely why it's so loving of God to send his perfect one and only son to the world because all of us needed saving. That is what Jesus was born to do, to save people from their sins. So yes, I would I, encourage you, celebrate love this Christmas. Celebrate the love that you have for your family. Tonight, tomorrow, celebrate their love for you. But remember, as you're seeing love displayed, that love is only possible because God is love. And there is no greater love to celebrate this Christmas. There's no greater love ever given to humanity. There is no greater than the gift of Christ to the world on that Bethlehem night long ago.
Now in a moment, in a few, in a few minutes, we're going to be lighting the Christ candle. It's a symbol of Jesus coming into the world. You can see it here. And as we light the Christ candle, I'm going to ask you to remember that we celebrate the love of God for all of us. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us. That God sent his only son into the world. And so as the candle is lit, remember that God loves you. And what is your response to God's love? To God's gift of you, to you, the Lord Jesus Christ. So may you believe, may you trust, and may you live for him. This Jesus that I'm talking about because he is Christ the Lord. And may that be something that you can remember and think about even tonight, tomorrow, and especially as we light this candle in a few minutes. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, we thank you for your love, for coming in love to save us. We thank you, God, for sending the Son in, out of love for us. Not out of obligation, not because your, your hand was forced, but because you loved your creation even while we were still sinners in rebellion against you. So Lord God, I pray that for each and every person here tonight, that even as we think about the people we love in our families that love us, that we're so thankful to be around at Christmas time, I pray that it can be a reminder to us of the love of God and that God is love and that you have demonstrated and shown that love to us in the giving of your son. Continue to speak to us tonight as we sing, as we see this candle lit. May we remember what a special night it was, the night that Jesus Christ was born. In Jesus' name, amen.